Hello and welcome to Rocket Accelerated Geek Conversation. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace and Simple Contacts. I'm Simone de Rochefort, video producer at Polygon.com, and I'm joined tonight by, of course, Brianna Wu, Democratic candidate for Congress, Christina Warren, senior cloud developer advocate, and the most special guest that we have ever had, Mary Warren, uh, upbringer of Christina, mother of Christina, iPhone expert, and um, who, someone who is hopefully ready with at least 10 embarrassing stories. This is no longer a tech podcast. This is the roast of Christina Warren. <laughs> the loving roast. Welcome to the uh, show. I'm glad to be here. Yay! <laughs> so let's just get right to it. Give us an embarrassing Christina story. Let's get to the good stuff. Yeah. Like, oh, an embarrassing Christina story? Yeah. Tell me the worst outfit she ever picked that you were just like, uh-uh. That's like, a good mom topic. Did she ever make mm. bad decisions with boys at a young age? Like, give us something. You know... Okay, the clothing <laughs> the clothing has always been spot on, so I yeah. can't. Yeah. She never, never, <laughs> never My mom embarrassed me. No, no. And as far as, as far as boys, I just always liked them all. Oh, you didn't like okay. Peter, tried, huh? You didn't like Peter. Peter, <gasps> the one for the twenty first birthday, Peter. Uh, the twentieth birthday, yes. 20th. Oh, oh. Yes, but he was, he was just a short time in your life, wasn't yep, he? He was, he was. In fact, I broke up with him basically on my birthday, but yes. Yeah, yeah, he was obnoxious. Was that a good birthday <laughs> or a bad birthday? Uh, no, not really. No, it wasn't a good birthday, and we went to a very special restaurant, which was the Pits. And then this guy was so, he just seemed really uppity or you know he was impressed with himself and i certainly couldn't understand why he was very but cute he, he was very he cute was, he was cute but you had other cute guys so <laughs> no, he was how many a rough special. estimate i forgot about him i, I, I mean she forgot about him so yeah hmm. Hmm. i don't I, i'll tell you that one of the cutest things that her dad and i um joke about to this day is just a family joke. She was all of about four, and she was standing up on this little um, short stool type thing. And she reached up to get her apple juice, and it spilled on the (laughs) kitchen counter. We had company. And she says, Oh, I'm in troubled now. Uh, and every uh, every time we goof up with anything, we'll both say to each other, "Oh, I'm in troubled now." So that was just kind of a, a favorite Christina I memory. I love it. Oh my gosh, <laughs> she was a cute kid. Let me tell you. Oh, let me tell you this. This was the cutest kid. She really was. I mean, not- we'll have to compare because I feel like Christina and I look similar in some lights we'll have to compare my childhood photos with her childhood photos but Christina, first you'll have to send her some okay. yeah first. oh i, I freaking will yes. <laughs> let's take a, a detour to a darker place unfortunately and talk about our first topic of the day which is twitter's ongoing strife with verification user verification so Twitter verification is notoriously opaque to to people who want to obtain it, people who don't have it. And Twitter kind of stepped in it this week when they uh, verified a white supremacist, a Nazi. Um, 
and immediately there there was backlash uh, from people. Not, who f- not, not not just any Nazi. Like this isn't Richard Spencer. This is the guy who started the the, the, the Charlottesville Charles riot. Ra- yeah, Charles Jason Raleigh, Kessler. Sorry, yes. Uh, opening the story. There he is. Jason Kessler was verified. So yes, this is a a Nazi who was at the Charlottesville riot, uh, which is terrible. And of course, us, there was backlash because having a check mark is seen as sort of being validated by Twitter, which I think is something that we're going to get into in our discussion of this topic. Um, I believe his checkmark has since been taken away, much like Richard Spencer's has been, much like Milo Yiannopoulos's was before he was then booted off the platform later. Uh, So this... Clearly, this is, this is something that's been brewing for a long time, as The Verge said, and they're great write-up of this, which is Twitter has been I, flaky, wishy-washy, basically, about what verification means, how you get it. Is it an endorsement? Is it just something that means a person is who they say they are, which is what Twitter likes to say it is? But it's always kind of been seen as being something more than that because of the difficulty to obtain the blue check mark, et cetera, et cetera. So, and also, if you're verified, you we should point out you get special, special features tools. that non-verified people don't get. Mm-hmm. You do, mm-hmm. yep. So, and so, often uh, you, you get know, to if it's something that will roll out to other people, you get access to yes. it first. But, but, but for instance, um, one of the first you know differences is when it came to some of the abuse prevention stuff and some of the filtered replies, so that you wouldn't see some of the terrible things people might say to you on Twitter. That came to verified users at least a year before it was rolled out to regular people. Mm -hmm. Um, You also have the option as a verified user to only view replies from other verified users. Um, And there's some other things too. They show, they have some analytics things that'll show you how many people have, have tweeted at you and things like that. So, you know, it's not just that it's a blue check mark. It's that, and in that sense of, you know, potential, um, as you were saying, Simone, like, um, endorsement or, or you know, tacit, you know, like endorsement in, in any way. There are advantages, and that's why people want it. Um, verified, you know, status also tends to be used, you know, as a as a something to to surface tweets, like when they choose Twitter moments mm-hmm. and things like that. You know, verified uh, responses tend tend to be in there more than non verified responses because the people who are looking to add that stuff are looking for, you know, uh, quote unquote, I guess good accounts and yeah and that somebody who yeah. can be trusted to be tweeting truthfully or um like i mean it's useful for journalists obviously because if somebody with a blue check mark is tweeting news one tends to trust them obviously disclaimer one should not trust the things <laughs> that they read online without looking into them however that being said like so news tweeted from an account with a blue check mark does carry a bit more heft than if just some randos like breaking, which of course happens because Twitter is a piece of crap <laughs> that I love and use every day. Um, yeah. So, Brie, I know you had some thoughts about this. What did you think? Well, you know, I, I, I do think there's a reckoning with the left that we need to have a discussion with about. A certain, I I do see people that want to know platform ideas that they don't agree with. And I think if you've got somebody that's inciting violence, I think that's a very, very clear 
Um, you know, that's very, very clearly crossing the line on Twitter. I have no issue with that account being banned. Um, you know, for me as a, as a queer woman, I read stuff on there every day that is disgusting to me and I feel dehumanizes me, but I don't think like, I don't think that like they shouldn't not have a platform. Do you know what I mean? Like I've always felt like, I've always felt that like if your argument is strong and you believe in your argument, very generally speaking, you're better off like focusing on making your argument to people versus arguing who can or cannot like have access to a platform, which is why you don't see me talking about this a lot. I think with, um, so when you have somebody like Milo getting permanently suspended from the service, this is somebody on that service in bad faith. And they're causing harm to other users. They're breaking the TOS. They need to go. Um, I think when you're getting into this new Twitter policy, which is judging what people are doing offline, I understand their reasoning behind it. Like, I don't follow Richard Spencer, but I've never seen him, like, threaten to kill someone online. I see, like, a lot of the white supremacist nonsense Um, And I understand their reasoning about cases like his, so I'm fine with that. But it just, it does make me uncomfortable when we start, like, talking about, um, you know, activity that's off the service, because then that's so subjective. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and let's back up a second, because I because I agree with you, Brie. But, but um, you know, in addition to kind of setting up new verification policies, which kind of came in the light of the criticism Twitter received for verifying Jason Kessler, um, and then, you know, they, they, they unverified him, they unverified some other uh, people, too. Twitter also updated their terms of service to basically say that they could remove your verification or potentially even remove you from the platform because of things that groups that you associate with offline and things that you might say or do offline. Um, and, and, and that's, that's what you have more of an objection to, right? Brie is, is, is maybe, you know, the, the, the policing nature or, or, you know, Twitter getting involved in, in, in activities that aren't taking place on its platform. I'm not saying I'm a hundred percent against it. Cause I think with Richard Spencer, um, I think it's, it's the edge case that proves the rule, but right. I think if we saw this going, you know, much wider than this, like, okay, let's look at Charlie Rose, uh, today, a bunch of allegations came out of him, all but raping some of the women he worked with. Uh, It was a really disturbing story. This is somebody on ABC and CBS. Like, what if there was an argument like, well, we won't, we don't feel comfortable with somebody like him on Twitter. Uh, To me, that's like a step too far. So I think the devil is going to come in the details of how Twitter ends up implementing this policy. Well, that being said, I mean, if we're going with the Charlie Rose example, Nazis and white supremacists, those that's a hate group if somebody right. were in say a to again horrible metaphor uh the charlie rose example if he were in like some sort of pro rape group i think that that would be yeah obviously grounds for moving him from the platform he's an individual who has committed sexual assault that's sort of a a different thing I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, that's really well said. Yeah. Well, but okay, but but, but devil's advocate, because I don't disagree with what you're saying, Simone, but I but I almost feel like and the reason why I I kind of have problems with this is that I worry that it's a really slippery slope to go from saying that um, you know, a member of, 
you know, uh, a, a supremacist group or, 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 or white nationalist group, which, which are abhorrent and whatnot, can't be on the platform to saying, to the argument being made that someone who's part of Antifa can't be part of the argument or, or, or part of the platform or can't be verified. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like I, I feel like even though I know that the groups are different and I think that the, the equivalency that people try to, to draw is, is, is ridiculous and insulting. If let's say there was, you know, um, okay, l- let's not use Antifa as an example. Let's use it. Like, like let's use a group like Occupy. Okay. If, right. if you remember, you, you know, the Occupy movement wasn't always clean, wasn't always doing things that weren't, you know, in some cases, I mean, they were breaking the law by, by, um, by doing some of the stuff that they did and some of their tactics weren't exactly, great um i i would i would i would feel uncomfortable with people who were part of that movement um either not being able to be verified if they were significant figures or not being able to be on the platform and and i i guess i worry too you know about twitter the making judgments about like what might be an acceptable group in one country might not be in another i think that i i don't think that that's a bad example and i think that it's an example that is sort of what's the word um prescient not not prescient that's not the word but whatever but like in the case of of occupy there was a lot of misinformation flying around about that about that movement and there were a lot of like there was a lot of establishment resistance to that group's message getting out um there's a lot of establishment um resistance to antifa as well so i feel like that example is kind of already happening not in the extent that these people are getting kicked off the platform as far as I know. But I guess the way that I kind of feel about it is like if Twitter tears itself apart, kicking off Nazis and then deciding that Antifa is the same thing as Nazis and kicking off them too, like what we lose the platform, but we don't necessarily lose those people because something is going to rise up in their place. And I would kind of rather see Twitter say something definitive about Nazis and stop treating that rhetoric equally with any other rhetoric. Because, I mean, as far as I know, it has been shown that treating these things as if they are equivalent helps people's brains begin to see them as equivalent. And that's when people start to see the arguments like, oh, well, if if I can if I can treat the question of are women people or are white people and black people equal or are they not really if I can start to treat that as a question that should even be considered, then my brain is like one step closer to thinking well maybe maybe actually white supremacy is great and a white supremacy is not great so I feel like it, that's I mean that's why Fox News is so dangerous because they treat these things as equivalent they ask us questions that should never be considered equivalent right. and they people begin to see them as real but I guess my I but going back to my issue and, and, I, and I agree with what you're saying but but I guess going back to my 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 initial thing I mean let's let's talk about from from a country by country stance I mean for instance the Nazi issue had already been kind of taken care of in Twitter in Germany where that content is illegal and so anybody who was tweeting Nazi symbols or or, or imagery or or you know uh, commentary that was already blocked because that was something that you have to do um, to to adhere to to German laws um, but let's 
you know, I, 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 I guess I get concerned if if you start following that to, to its natural progression. Um, you know, one of Twitter's famous stories that they really love to use is its role in the Arab Spring. And if people involved with that were deemed by their countries or by other organizations as being, you know, involved in, in, in terrorist organizations or something else, and, and, and therefore their message wasn't allowed to be on the platform, even if in the Western world, we didn't see it as as antagonistic or terrorism. Like, I, I think that's problematic. But I think my bigger issue, even aside from, like, getting into the edge cases, is I'm fine with saying that people can't be verified. And I'm fine with, with saying that if people are making statements on the platform that are going over the line, I'm happy for those people not to be on Twitter. I'm really happy for them not to be on Twitter. And I'm really happy for Twitter not to verify uh, people like Richard Spencer and Jason Kessler. I'm a little bit not totally down with the idea of speech that you say not on Twitter being used as a reason for Twitter to either change your uh, your, your verification status or to remove you from the platform. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of not okay with that. I feel like that gets into gets to an area of, of Twitter oversight just because I don't trust Twitter to make those correct decisions. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I, I, like I, I can't wait for something I say on rockets to get me unverified. On Twitter, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that, that being said, I doubt that you're going to say something. I mean, unless, I'm Mary, sure you have I any wouldn't. more really embarrassing stories oh, to tell. Right. Well, <laughs> but, 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 but maybe my mom's cute stories about me would, would I don't know. I'm just saying I, I, I do genuinely, like, have a problem with speech that's not happening on the platform being judged by people who have a negative history of not being able to adequately judge stuff than being used to you know, in, in the decision-making process. I just, that, that's just, that, that's the thing that I personally am not super comfortable with, if I'm being totally honest, because I feel like it will go against the same things that we're all fighting for if you're not super, super careful, because it just takes the, the, the wrong person in mind. I mean, we see this already with Facebook, where Facebook has these algorithms and has these choices where if you say something like, um, men are trash, your, your, your post can get deleted and you can be suspended from Facebook for a day or, or even longer. Um, uh, Gizmodo wrote an article about it after we got a tip on it. And then um, the reporter who wrote that article as a test, she put a post that said, you know, men are trash or something like that. Someone in her in, on her, you know, friend gr- list or whatever reported her a couple of months later and the post was removed from Facebook. And then she was suspended from Facebook for a day or two because of a comment that, that that is to me very innocuous saying you know men are, men are men are trash like to me that's all the terrible things you can say on facebook but if you say that you can get suspended um and and i i feel like you know twitter is even worse than facebook is at, at kind of policing those things i i worry about it going down that road i think that's a really good example christine because you know what has happened with that is you've got a lot of like tech bros at facebook they're sitting down and i before i say this i just want to say i don't tweet or say men are trash because i think it's like a gendered insult and i just personally don't do that but you know it came from like a lot of dudes sitting around thinking they're so wise and awesome and like (laughs) oh well it's we've just got to we can't have one without the other and we just got to get rid of both and same rules for everybody and here it's like 
you know, it's not the same thing. Like, you know, the comments every woman like gets on Facebook. Like if you go read your unread messages for Facebook Messenger, oh, thanks it's for terrible reminding me. If you're a public figure, <laughs> it's horrible. Like it's the most sexually gratuitous stuff you're ever gonna read. And like that is not the same as like saying men are trash, which is like a kind of I mean, it's not a great thing to say, but it's more innocuous, you know? It's just not the same. And I, I agree with you. Mom, Mom, are you on Twitter? No, I am not on Twitter. Good. <laughs> smart, smart. But, but this is my question. Yes. How, what are the qualifications to be verified? Uh-huh. I mean, is there some, is there some sort of a, a rubric that you fit into? If you have this, 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 and this, you're verified. And if you don't, you know, I just, I wonder, to me, it just needs to be, um, I'd be afraid, regardless of being totally against, you know, people that are white supremacists, I would be afraid that this is is going to impact too many areas where Twitter becomes judge and jury and um, mm-hmm. just you- makes too many decisions uh, because... I believe that, hey, you can look at this stuff. If you agree with it, fine. If you don't, fine. You know, just don't, I don't know. I don't, don't like abuse the people suppression. Online. You're I don't, asking I don't a really like good question. I don't like the suppression of speech. So I wonder what goes into being verified. You're asking a wonderful question because nobody knows. <laughs> and that's kind of why this is an issue. Well, that they have not publicly like made an application where people can be like, Hey, verify me. It's more about who, you know, um, or just becoming very, very prominent in your field. Correct me if I'm wrong, Christina. Yeah. Um, like, I mean, when I was verified in 2014, I want to say, or 2013, um, might have been 2013. I don't know. It, it was it was a long time ago. And it was when they started verifying a lot of media people. Um, and so they, you know, we had to change our email address, I remember, to being like our, our publication's email address, and then you could change it back. And, and you needed to have a certain number of followers and other things. And then they started like over time, you started to see kind of bulk groups of media people get get verified, because what would happen is their social media person would get a list of names, would submit them to Twitter, and Twitter would kind of choose which people would get verified and which ones wouldn't. And, you know, at first, it was only like people who had X number of followers. But then it got to the point where it was like, if you had 60 followers, but you worked at a newspaper, um, you could be verified. And then they opened up the, the, the floodgates to anybody could apply for verification. And I don't, it's not clear what the exact qualifications were. So it's a great question, you, mom. Cause you I, have to, you have to send in like, uh, several like things, articles that mention your name showing that you're a prominent person. So it might be your Wikipedia or it might be like a, a New York times article. It might be something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one of the main qualifications, but just that you have, you have worth, you know? Yeah. And I know that, that originally, like early, early on, like 2009, 2010, whenever they started verification, it was basically to show that the account did belong to someone. And so it was mostly granted either in the case of, of big time celebrities, like I think, you know, like Oprah and, and, and Ashton Kutcher and people, you know, Britney Spears, people who high profile people who had joined the platform or who Twitter had convinced to join the platform got the check mark. Um, but then the big thing would be if someone was trying to impersonate you online, 
um, if you had people who were claiming to be you, you could say, hey, I've, I'm, I'm the victim of other people, you know, trying to kind of take my identity and Twitter would step in and say, OK, we will verify you, um, especially if, if you, you know, you if, if there were some other kind of arbitrary things going on. But I remember early on, like that's how people could get verified um, would be if, if, if they were the subject of someone you know, pretending, you know, creating an account that was like, you know, real I Christina Warren or whatever. During mm-hmm. Gamergate, there were hot, like, yeah, didn't you have people like doing yeah. capital I, capital L's or something instead of I's to make, yeah. yeah. And it made it, and they started sending out fake tweets with me, like attacking people on the autism spectrum. And like, oh. that was a real thing I dealt with for a long time, like people thinking I was attacking people on the autism spectrum because Brianna, <laughs> you know, the I looked a lot like the L. I, I think like the one of the last things I'd love to say on this is I want to tell you guys a story. Um, I grew up in Mississippi and there was a lot of white supremacy that I saw then. And I can tell you just about no positive stories about the culture I saw personally in Mississippi growing up. But one of the the few bright spots that I had uh, in the South was specifically on Ole Miss, at at the Ole Miss campus. And, you know, the Ku Klux Klan, they have like a a right to go through the streets and give their terrible ideas. And they would petition to come to Ole Miss and like protest there. And one of the few times I saw Ole Miss really come together was to really go just protest the Klan being there. And there were a thousand people outside like protesting 10 jerks in robes, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. these were, these were Republicans. Like these are, these are not people that are down with black lives matter, but they were by like putting something out there, having that idea present, it really gave the campus a moment to come together and be like, no, we we reject that. And I think in that same way, I do think there's some worth to having, yeah, I can't speak for Nazi content because I'm not the target of that, but there's certainly a lot of like sexist people on Twitter. And I kind of love that when people will give this sexist nonsense that there's an entire squad to like shout down that speech sometimes. Or we had a pastor, a tweet went viral yesterday of a pastor that was anti-LGBT and was complaining about it on Star Trek. And like, you had all of Twitter just having a field day making fun of his uh, tweet on that. So I do think that there's value in, in kind of allowing unpopular opinions in a forum like that, because it kind of allows us to come together and say, no, that doesn't represent us. Well, this episode of Rocket is brought to you by Squarespace, and you can enter (laughs) offer code ROCKET at checkout to get 10% off your first purchase. Make your next move with Squarespace. Squarespace lets you easily create a website for your next idea with a unique domain, award-winning templates, and more. Whether that website is an online store, whether it's a portfolio, whether it's a blog, or whether it is all three at once, Squarespace is the all-in-one platform that lets you do just that, create the Frankenstein's monster of websites, but beautiful and functional instead. There's nothing to install, no patches to worry about, no upgrades needed. Don't worry about it. Squarespace has it covered. And they have award-winning 24-7 customer support if you run into a need for help along the way. 
Also, you can quickly and easily grab a unique domain name so that the people can find you. That's your that's your verification badge, baby. Get your domain name. <laughs> Have people go to your website. That's your real name. What? And all of their award-winning templates are beautifully designed so you can show off your real name. I, I, I love Squarespace. Uh, I definitely could not go back to another website designing service. I tried a couple in my day, but I think that a, my website's beautiful. I can never change it. It will live forever. It will outlast me. Um, B, it's just so, there's so many things I can do to it. And I like having that power. And I will never let power go. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. And I've been corrupted by Squarespace. Squarespace plans start at just $12 a month. But you can start a, cr- a trial with no credit card required by going to Squarespace. Dot com, And then when the time comes that you decide to sign up, that's when you use offer code ROCKET to get 10% off your first purchase. Share your support for ROCKET and RelayFM. Tell Squarespace how you found them. Thank you so much, Squarespace, for your support of ROCKET and RelayFM. What a rousing chat. That's good. Remember when I tried when I bought the domain for you, Mom? When you when you worked at Woodward Mill, and then I never did anything with it. If only we'd had Squarespace, then I could have actually. If only. That website. Yes. Well, that was a nice thought. <laughs> you were like, I, you, you, was you, a, you know, that you, was. A, that you weren't was even a nice at that place that long, were you? Like, where did where did well, you go? Cause, at cause Woodward you, Mill. That's where I retired from. That's where you retired I, I was, from. Were yeah, you at a place I've, before Woodward Mill? Because you, I thought you were at yeah, three, right? I've, yeah, right. I was at um, Fort Daniel. Fort Daniel. That's right. Oh, okay, but I was yeah, there I've, for five years, and that's, that's probably right. where it all started. Yeah. You know, Woodward Mill has a Google site. And I'm on it right now. Well, I, I I bought my mom the domain. It's I I no longer own it. I gave it up called WoodwardMillCounselor.com. But uh, we never did anything with it because because Squarespace didn't exist, and and I never got around to building the WordPress site. But 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 if, but you know if, if only Squarespace Squarespace had been around, I would have been able to build my mom a website. But she retired, so it doesn't matter. You're better off Man. that way, Mary. <laughs> well, let's actually. This is, we're going to go right back to you because it is time for the iPhone reviews from Christina's mom, the long awaited (laughs) iPhone review from Christina's mom, and also Brie. I believe that you have not yet given us your impressions. You haven't. You finally have it in my hand. I've got it in my hand. Absolutely. Well, let's start with you, Mary. Tell us, I guess, what is the biggest difference? with this phone for you. Well, first tell people what what phone you were using oh, before. Oh, yeah. Well, let, let's, let's go back. Yes. <laughs> yes. Please, let's do it. Um, four years ago, I was on the cutting edge with the 5S. Ordered it, you know, got it right away. And I had it for four years. I'm not one of these that, um, you know, gives up their phone very easily. Mm-hmm. But I decided... As soon as I heard that this one was coming out, it's been over a year, right, that they've been talking about this facial recognition business, I said, I have to have that phone, period. Really? Why? Because, well, because my fingerprints don't work. Uh, oh. I, know, I mean, I could be a wonderful thief because you can't find <laughs> my fingerprint. Uh, um, I'll, I'll give you an example. We have a boat. We have a gated dock. And it... It was nice. We just used to slide this little chip and we'd get in. Then they decided, no, they were going to make it really um, safe. 
and you'd have to use your fingerprint to get in. I can't tell you how many times I went to the Marina Dockmaster to have my fingerprints from both hands <laughs> redone, and I could not get into my own dock. Oh, my gosh. It's so, a pain in the butt. Yeah, I thought, wait a minute, you're going to have to do something for me. Fortunately, somebody else um, had a problem, and the guy happened to be one of the big wigs at the marina. So they found this little card thing for him to swipe. And because they had to do it for him, they got one for me. But anyway, just tells you I have a huge problem with the fingerprint. I could never unlock my phone even and then it was so bad it didn't even want to take my passcode which you know the whole thing is just crazy so i thought if this facial recognition thing will work that is the phone for me and that is the whole reason plus christina will tell you if i'm going to get something i want you know because i do it so seldom i want the latest greatest finest that's that's because of Christina, mm-hmm. except that she does this. She does this every few months. Well. They, but yeah. You know, yeah. But with me, it's, you know, for instance, Christina, tell them how long I had the um, razor. Oh, God. Yeah. She had 10 years. So, yeah. The, the phone years. that she had before her iPhone 5S was, was a razor. <laughs> oh. That yeah. is sticking with the decision. I respect well, and, that. And, and, yeah. and so now, now she did have an iPad. I got her an iPad 3G in 2010. So right, like right a couple months after, right at the beginning, mm-hmm. she got an iPad. And then I got her an iPad 4 in 2012, um, whenever that came out. And then she got the, the iPhone 5S, uh, I guess, the next year. And then I got her an iPad, not the iPad um, Pro, but whatever the new iPad is that's available. Now that's like what the Air was, the Air Two, but but um, faster. I got her that uh, with uh, with LTE for uh, for her birthday this year. So she's had an iPad. Now, Mom, does does Touch ID work for you on your iPad? The fingerprint yes, sensor. Yes, yes, on this new iPad that you got me. Mm. The Touch um, ID works. It, okay. It, works it works and um it seems to work a little bit better i went ahead and put in several fingerprints it seems to do better with the left thumb but um it just shows you that there's a fingerprint issue when they could not get my fingerprint to show up after multiple tries and then yeah from different sources too yeah so that i've got there's something i don't i don't think i've put my fingers through acid or anything but they're just (laughs) they just they just don't show up. So this is the nicest thing. But I've got to tell you something funny. My husband says, oh, hon, what happens when you don't have on any makeup? Oh, come on. <laughs> oh. Tell him it works through sunglasses. It works It'll just work fine. if exactly. you don't have okay. makeup. It, listen, it works <laughs> fine in the middle of the night with yep. no makeup. It works fine just getting out of the shower with the hair all sticking up in the air. Yeah. It absolutely recognizes me, the good, the bad, and the ugly. So that's oh, wonderful. I have a question for you. So, I mean, what I've found really frustrating with this phone is trying to rememorize all the the gestures. And you know, it's like I'm a software engineer, I know I'm going to adapt. I worry a lot about what, um, you know, the mass, like normal individuals that aren't software engineers, I wonder how they're going to respond to all these new gestures that you have to learn. So, I mean, that's my question to you. How did you 
adjust to like a uh, control center and like all the new motions, like holding down the flashlight on the lock screen for three seconds. How did you, did you find that paradigm shift weird? Well, let me tell you, this is what makes things very easy. When you don't have a whole lot to unlearn, <laughs> then it makes yeah. it very simple. Yeah. So I went in and I thought, what are these people? I'd go in and, and because I was fortunate. I got mine on November the 3rd. And I thought, what are these people complaining about? (laughs) I don't understand. What is the problem? I am an old lady, and I'm not having any issues with this. For heaven's sakes, you know, don't make this into such a big deal. Like some people were complaining, I can't see the battery percentage. Well, it takes two seconds <laughs> to flip people. down on the right corner, and there it is, right underneath. <laughs> if you don't want to look at how much you've got, it will tell you exactly how much you've got. It takes two seconds. So I didn't have a whole lot to unlearn. So because of that, it has been, you know, am I utilizing this powerful phone? No. But I'm enjoying it, and it's no big deal. And every time I read a complaint, I just think, how can you complain when you own such a beautiful phone? (laughs) I love it. Super relatable, because honestly, that's me. Every time people complain about a change on a website, and I admit that I have also been the person to complain about changes on websites. I definitely remember complaining about the Google logo change for 10,000 years, more than I should have. Um, But like, that's a really good point. Like, it's the kind of thing that you know, they'll get used to if they haven't Oh, if they haven't had your opportunity to just come into it fresh, like it's something they'll probably get used to. That being said, I do like a good complain. I do. Yeah. Um, well. So uh, what do you think the screen size? Because you've had the, the, the 5S, so that's a small phone. You didn't even get oh, the 6. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, and, right. and, and, and I wasn't, wasn't going to get anything until I could get this one. You know, I thought, yeah, my other one kept going to black screen. And your sister Kelly said, oh, I can't believe you're doing this. You need to get a phone. I said, I will get an old flip phone first before I'll buy a brand new iPhone knowing I'm going to turn it in the minute the new one comes out. So, you know, it just, this has been, I love the size. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not too big. It's not too small. My my fingers are able to text better on it um, than that little bitty one. And now when I pick up that little bitty one, it just looks like a toy. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if I feel you know, that way amazing. about my 5C if I picked it up again. You probably would because they really look little, very little. Yeah. And but yeah, this is and Christina small. knows I've always liked a small phone, but this one isn't huge. Mm-hmm. You know, it's to me, I can't say anything negative about this phone. I love it. And until it does something to disappoint me, yeah. I'm gonna continue to love what, it. <laughs> what's your favorite animoji? Okay, this is the real question because it's like, oh, what boy. animal represents you? Have, so, yeah, have, have, have you yeah. even used the Animoji feature, Mom? I haven't. I looked at it the other day and I thought, oh, would I really use this silly thing? And then I thought, you ought to just go in and play around with it and see, you know, because it would be fun. But to tell you the truth, being retired, it's been really too busy to, uh, <laughs> to do that. Yeah. Uh, 
No. Um, got more seriously, important things I, going I, will, I, I will put I'm going to fool around with it. I'm going to fool around with it. And I think it would be kind of fun, you know, for it to pick up on your facial gestures and everything. Yeah. I think that would be kind of fun, but I... I would no. recommend the unicorn based on getting to know you on the show today. A I unicorn. Think unicorn, unicorn oh. is your animoji, I feel. Oh, oh good. Okay. Bria, is, there a, know. Is, is there a teddy bear on there? I think uh, there is. I don't think so. Is there? I think there's not a bear, a teddy, at least. There is a bear, yeah. Yeah, That's I think there's a teddy bear. bear. Bears yeah. are teddy bears. Come on. Don't, All right. don't draw Sorry. lines in the sand there. There's no need yeah, for okay. that. Okay. Every bear well, is a look, teddy bear. I, I, I will. I will look for the unicorn. And the only reason I said the bear is I used to really like bears, and Christine yeah. kept me in quite a collection of bears. But yeah, those you, days have kind of passed. I was going to say I haven't thought about you and bears in a long time. But you used to love teddy bears. Oh, and every one you ever gave me, I still have. So <laughs> Kelly and I'm Christina kept me in bears. Alien. I like the alien. Myself. You would. That's, that's my animoji because, like, when you oh. really open up your eyes wide, the uh, the aliens like s- I, like sacks behind his head like fly out. And it's awesome. What? Yeah, I like well, the fox. The fox. I like the fox. Yeah, you can be a little fox. Yeah, we'll have to play with it, mom, because they are they are fun. But yeah, well, I'm, they, gonna, I'm going to do that. You girls have inspired me. I'm going to go in and <laughs> yeah. Make sure Christina's the first feature. person you send one to. Yeah, oh, of course, of course, absolutely. Now, I want to talk yeah. a bit about the glass uh, body of it, because you, you were talking earlier about how your old phone feels like a toy now. Um, mm-hmm. This question is to both of you, I guess. How do you feel about the new glass body of the iPhone ten? If I ever felt it from it being outside the case, <laughs> because I'm... Mrs. Butterfingers, I would let you know, Simone, but I would break this. I would break this phone in four seconds if it weren't in the case. I've dropped it five times today. So. I was trying to use there my phone yeah. uh, on SEO play the other day. We were filming an episode, and I was using my phone as a prop, and I kept ha- I kept trying to grab it and like raise it up to look at it for this shot that we were trying to get. And five times in a row, I'm just like fumbling with it. And it's literally flipping around and doing circles in my fingers. I don't know how I pulled this off. It is a miracle that I still have a phone at all, you guys. Well, I think that this, I think the glass case is lovely, except that mine is protected. I mean, I've been the type that never put any, I, I really wanted minimal case with that lovely five phone I mean, 5S, gold. I I didn't want to cover it up. I wanted everybody to know that I had the 5S gold. <laughs> uh, and so I just I had this minimal gold. little clear case, you know. Um, and I never broke it or anything. But with this, my goodness, I was not about to not leave about to risk that it. store without a screen protector. And... Um, and it is a pretty case as cases go. It's got all this. It's probably silver. a good choice. I got a clear case, actually, a really good one for like 10 bucks. We'll put a link in the comment. I got a, like a, a plastic case from Amazon. Um, from is it good? It's is really it good. Really? It's really good. I really like it. I'll, I'll put a link in the show notes because I really okay. like it. I'll do that, Christina, I've... because you know how I am. I, I like those little thin ones, but I did get this one with the glitter and the sand. <laughs> it looks like. Um, Looks like one of these things that, you know, it's like water. It's like one of those snow globes. Those ones are great, thing. but then if you have them too long, they get stuck. Like the, the oh. glitter doesn't fall anymore. Oh, I don't, no. At least the ones that I've seen. 
However, I approve of your choice. I like the idea of the of the clear one though. If you, Kristen, yeah. if you said that protects, then yeah, I mean, so far it does. Would, that that's uh-huh. the one I I ordered a couple of cases, mm-hmm. and the first one I got it was a pink color, kind of a rose gold. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't like it, uh, but I liked the um, I like the clear one so far. And Kate okay. Spade actually now has a bunch of iPhone 10 cases. Oh, really? They yeah, do. Yeah, she's oh. got some good-looking oh. ones. Oh. Yes, oh. real pretty well. ones. So We're I just dropped into a picture the into our Facebook chat of, like, I even managed to drop my 12-inch MacBook uh, <laughs> on the last trip I was on. It fell out of my purse in the airport. And, like, you oh. can see the jack on that is all mangled oh. up. So, oh, no, yeah, yeah I looked at that. That's disaster. terrible. Yeah, uh, I feel really bad. <laughs> you um, are a miracle worker. Brianna, I want a, your like 30 yes, second yes. summary of how you're feeling about the iPhone 10 so far. I'd I like it. Uh, the facial recognition, I agree with CMOM. Like it's a really big step up. Uh, the, the fingerprint scanner doesn't work if you're working out. And this is much better about that. Um, the gestures are kind of a pain in the butt to relearn and reachability isn't great. But other than that, I'm really loving it. That was did, really you, did you go into settings and put reachability on? It looks I, to me like it's pretty reachable. Yeah, I mean it's okay. It's uh, if they expanded the the sensor as far as being able to pull it down by just a few more pixels, it would work for me. But it's okay. like when I instinctively reach for it, I have to try like three times, and I keep missing it. Well, the thing that annoys me a little bit, and I think it's probably just me, you know. When you, um, I don't know whether the terminology is close out of an app because, yep. mm-hmm. but, but when you get, you know, when they're all loaded up over there, what you do with this one is you, you kind of push up from the bottom and then you hold it. And if, but you have to kind of in the middle and hold it enough and then they all pop up and you go over there and X out of each one. And that isn't reliable for me. Sometimes mm-hmm. it works and sometimes it it doesn't. I'm not talking about when you hit Safari and the little um, double squares and no, yeah, click we're talking out about the opening of the multitasking. And and you're saying when when you when you hold up and pause and all the different cards, all the other little apps come up and you can yes, you can swipe and then yeah. and if you and if you are slow enough, then it'll be red with an X and you can. And but so that we have to for do me mom, isn't is, reliable. Well, well, if you want to get the X up, what you have to do, mom, is you have to you have to press and hold on the app, and then a little arrow will come up. It's not like the old phone where if you you could just swipe up the card and get rid of it. That doesn't work anymore. You have to press on on the app, press and hold, and then the little red arrow will come up. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, but but I'm but I'm having trouble just getting from the bottom oh even opening it yeah. yeah to get and then it's it's kind of sensitive and there it again it might be these um <laughs> fingers that have no prints that no i don't think it's you because i run into that sometimes too where i will i will i'll just wind up on the home screen when i really meant to multitask i do find myself doing that sometimes where i'll just swipe up from the bottom and i'll wind up on the home screen instead of you know i'll have to you have to pause a second like you said to open up the multitasking so I don't think it's just you. So you are okay. learning some gestures. 
before before the show goes on, Christina, these Kate Spade uh, cases for the iPhone, these are really gorgeous. Yeah, they like, are. And and I saw are. them. I saw them in person last week. I I didn't yeah. buy any. I bought a dress for myself. I did not buy a, a, a um, <laughs> very cute dress. Yeah, I was in New York. Yeah. This is what you did when you were in New York. <laughs> I did. Well, okay. Look, it was for work. I wore the dress on camera. Okay, so. There, Fair. but uh, uh, but um, I got to see some of them in person. I didn't. I um, was in such like a rush to get the dress. I didn't. I didn't like look at them too closely. But yeah, they look really good, and and the, the plastic ones look good. And they had some, um, you know, some one, a leather one too, and yeah, twelve. The case kind. Yeah, the case one, and uh, twelve South actually sent me an iPhone ten case. I haven't had a chance to uh, play with it yet, but they sent me. You know, they make a kind of a, a folio case. Um, for the iPhone that can hold a couple of credit cards. Gosh, um, these are looks really, really good. freaking cute. I like that confetti case a lot. I'm yeah, this right makes now. me mad. It's fine. Yeah, I almost got a confetti <laughs> one actually because I thought it was super cute. So, yeah, good. good. Um, I, I was I was very mad last year that Kate Spade didn't have a lot of iPhone Seven Plus cases. Now, of course, they do, and they even have ones mm-hmm. that are like wallet models. I'm very frustrated. I'm like, you couldn't have done this a year ago. Well, you don't but, have but, one now, so don't worry about I it. I know. Well, this is why it bothers me. I'm sorry me. you didn't get to have a cute phone case for a year, but you know what? You've moved up in the world. <laughs> <laughs> this episode of Rocket is brought to you by <gasps> Simple Contacts. Oh, yes. If you are oh. contact lenses, it's time. It's time to listen to my voice. Simple Contacts is the easy way to renew your contact lens prescription online. You can complete their online self-guided vision test in less than five minutes. You don't even have to leave your house. You don't even have to leave your bed. No more doctor's offices, no more waiting rooms. This is not a replacement for your periodic full eye health exam, but your vision test will be reviewed by licensed ophthalmologists. Ophthalmologists? People who wear contacts. Tell me how that's pronounced. It's ophthalmologists. You got it. Ophthalmologists, yeah. Brie, you were able to uh, have a turn with this app. Tell me about your life. I have so much that's positive to say about this sponsor. I have so much that's awesome to say. Okay, so how many times have you, if you're wearing contacts and like you're trying to just get them freaking replaced and you're out of them and they're like, well, you got to go to an eye doctor. Sorry, you last got this like you know, 366 days ago. <laughs> yeah. So why don't you go and get to like uh, schedule an appointment with the eye doctor like a month from now and you know, then get this and then send this piece of paper over to us and we'll handle it. How many times has that happened to you? Christina, you wear contacts, right? I do. I do. Um, that, and that, that has absolutely has happened to me before where it's been like a little over a year and I and I've like my ophthalmologist is actually in Atlanta and I've been like, what am I going to do? You know, I have to figure out, do I have enough to get me through? Am yep. I going to, I have like old contact lenses that haven't expired, but are a couple of prescriptions old. Like you, yeah, you get stuck doing that until you can actually get into the eye doctor and, and, and get your prescription. Yeah. And you're spending like $300, like if your eye exam is barely changed. So what I love about simple contacts is it gets rid of all of that. So this is a legit eye test that they have you do. Like you have to set your phone across the room and step, uh, I think it's 12 feet away. And then like they videotape you doing this with the front camera, I assume. Um, and then like you have to read all the things on screen. And like when I did it the first time I got this email back from the ophthalmologist and she's like, yeah, you know, I think you're standing more like 12, 11.5 feet away and not 12. So can you just step back and retake uh-huh. the test for me? Like it's a <laughs> legit so get your doctor tape measure out. <laughs> that's looking at it. Yeah, yeah exactly. 
Uh, so I redid it, and they sent me like the same contacts I've always been wearing. The price was just it was exactly the same as it is from these other places, and I I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I will use them forever. And it's uh, like it got here super quickly. It was no fuss. And, you know, they do say that, Simone, like it's not a, uh, a substitute for like a full eye exam. Like, you know, I turned 40 this year and that means like you've got to go and, you know, occasionally have your eyes dilated and start looking, you know, mm-hmm. it's preventative at that point. But like if you're just trying to like stretch out a few days on your contact lenses before you get to the doctor, this is freaking great. And mm-hmm is a great amazing sponsor simple contacts offers a bunch of lens brands that you probably know uh they have options for astigmatism multifocal lenses colored lenses and more and that vision test that brie was talking about is just 30 dollars compared to what an appointment uh without insurance could cost you which is over 150 dollars so that is that's definitely i think a (laughs) hard selling point right there We've talked about, I guess, how easy it was to use. So I'm going to tell you that as a listener of this show, you can get $30 off your contact lenses by going to simplecontacts.com slash rocket and entering rocket at checkout. That's simplecontacts, S-I-M-P-L-E, contacts, C-O-N-T-A-C-T-S, dot com slash rocket, $30 off with rocket at checkout. Thank you so much, Simple Contacts, for your support of Rocket and Relay FM. They are really good. They I'm are so awesome. happy that you have eyes now. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm. I'm looking forward to trying this. Actually, I thought this was something different. I thought this was like there's like this uh, this company that like is selling their own brand of disposable contact lenses, nope. and I thought that's what nope. it was. This looks nope. great. You can get the same ones you yeah, want. Yeah, you get to have your own brand that you might like. I was gonna say because like I don't want to. I, I like my AccuView. Thank you very much. No, yeah, that's exactly uh, the ones I wear, Christine. It's a very specific daily wear contact lens, uh, AccuView once a day. And you enter in like your prescription and then all it does is verifies that you can still see well with your contacts in. If you can, boom, it's, it's there. So it's great. That's really cool. Well, final topic of the day, we learned that Apple's HomePod, which was supposed to ship in December has been delayed to 2018. So this is womp their womp. their smart speaker. What do you guys make of this? This is bad. This is not a good sign. Bad news. I mean, yeah. bad news for it's Apple when the Echo has been gonna, around uh, for 10 years. I was going to say, Mom, Mama, I got you an Alexa uh, for Mother's Day a year and a half ago. Do you still use it from I, time to time? Oh, I love Alexa. <laughs> I love Alexa. She is my friend. <laughs> and one night, one night, I said to her, Good night, Alexa, just for grins. And she says, Good night, <laughs> sweet <laughs> dreams, and some other thing. And I went, What? <laughs> <laughs> That's all I want from Siri, darn it. Like, I just want her, you know, when she does something for you and you say thank you, I want her to say thank you back. I want her to tell me, maybe I don't want her to tell me good night, but, you know, that's what you want from your, your smart. AI companion. So, so I got you the 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 um the the first Echo Mom uh, for Mother's Day, and I know you the use tall it. One. Get the tall the, one, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And and um, I, you know, you can use it to listen to music, and I know you use it from some other stuff. Are you familiar with Apple's HomePod? Uh, do you know about that? 
No, I'm not. I was okay. Googling it as you girls were talking. Okay. So <laughs> it is basically Apple's version of the Alexa. It's prettier, but it's also like $350. And instead of using Alexa, it uses Siri. Um, but instead of having a lot of stuff built into the device, if, if we're all understanding things correctly, it seems like a lot of it is is kind of pulling things from the phone. And then, of course, Google has a similar product called the Google Home, um, and, and they just released some new models. Uh, I think that with the high price, the lower functionality, and now the delay, this this is just not a good sign. Um, last year, Amazon said that the Echo Dot was the best-selling device that they sold all holiday season. And I know that like my in-laws got a bunch of them for people and we got Echo Dots for people as well. Um, and and I think that, the, you know, literally it was like the most popular item sold on Amazon.com last holiday season was, was the Echo Dot. I think that that lead is probably just going to take off even more. And then people will, if they're going to be looking for another assistant, they might be looking at, at a Google Home. But I think that this is not a good. This is not great for Apple because already, like I've said before, this is overpriced. It seems underfeatured, and now it's now it's delayed. I think you're dead on, Christina. I mean, it's you know, there's there's just they can they can cheat like the big sound with some audio processing on it, and like when HomePod first debuted with journalists, like they would place it in very specific like part of the room and say, okay, listen to it here. See how big it sounds like they can do tricks with that, but it's not going to be like a substitute for, you know, like a really, really good surround sound system. Like it's a, it's a trick basically. So like when you've got the really, really high price, when you've got the fact, like I love Siri, I probably use Siri the most of anyone on this show, but she's not the best, you know? And uh, and then you've got, you know, like iTunes. Like I use Apple Music, but I'm sort of in the minority. Like a lot of people use Spotify or just get it for free on YouTube. I mean, I don't know who this is for. And now with it slipping, I just, it, it doesn't bode well for the product at all. I think that, yeah, the slip is what's most, concerning to me because like stuff gets delayed but again they're already behind on the the home smart speaker game and if i mean the siri infrastructure is there and everything it's that what they're if that's what they're using so it, it kind of seems it makes you wonder i guess what what is what they're doing with that extra time maybe they're inventing yeah. a better ai for all we know i mean <laughs> i mean and that would be good i don't know i feel like you know the when they showed it off to journalists at WWDC this year, you know, they compared it to, I think, the Sonos and they compared it to the Alexa and the Google Home. And people did say it sounded better. But, you know, Sonos, um, are is, that system is very popular. And the new Sonos, uh, what, are, what is it called? Like the Sonos One or the Sonos uh, Home or whatever. There's a new Sonos that has Alexa integration built in. And um, it doesn't work with Spotify right now, but it's going to get the Spotify support soon. And obviously, you can use it as a regular Sonos speaker, and you can use it with all that stuff, too. And so if I were going to spend the $350 on a smart speaker that I wanted really good sound from, Mm -hmm. I would get the Sonos, which is less expensive. I would get that over the HomePod. Um, And and I have a house full of Apple stuff. So, um, Damning. uh, uh, Mom, uh, do you ever use Siri on your phone or your iPad? Uh, every once in a while, but I'm just not, you know, I'm not a big Siri fan. And it's odd 
because I like Alexa. What What do you like about Alexa? What well, is it? Well, I mean, friendly? she's just yeah. very. I have her in the kitchen. Yeah. So it's very convenient. Hmm. Um, I'm always asking about you know the weather and that sort of thing. But what I really like is um, I don't have to look certain things up. For mm-hmm. instance, let's say that it tells you um, that in a quarter of a cup of almonds, there's so much fat or calories or whatever. But I'm not using a quarter of a cup. I'm using a tablespoon. So I can say, Alexa, how many tablespoons are in one quarter cup? And it just helps me, you know, to figure out. Then I can do the math and figure out. I Google that so Exactly how much often. it is. And, <laughs> and so I just, it's just easier for me, you know, I'm in there cooking, making my salad, whatever. And I just holler over at her, Alexa. I love much, that. You know, yeah. You know, yeah. and it just, I feel like she's my little, my little kitchen buddy. I like her. She oh. looks out for you. I mean, that's the problem. It's like apples, like I, I sense very few people are going to spend $300 on a kitchen buddy for the HomePod. Yeah. Uh, we haven't even touched this on Rocket. How do you all feel about new Siri? Because I kind of hate her. I don't I like mean, her voice. I don't either. She annoys me. I'm going to be honest. I don't yeah. like the voice. Yeah. Simone, you I used haven't word listened on to here. her yet. Well, it's, are you upgraded to iOS 11? Uh, let me, oh, shoot, where's my phone? I, I I am yeah eleven point four is that the that's the latest one right? Eleven point two. I think you should have her. 11. Yeah, you should have her. Yeah, yeah. But I just I, never used, used to, her. You used a word on the show anandine the other day, and that's my new favorite. That was really word for smart everything. of me. Yeah, no, but it so perfectly describes the new Siri. Like she's the old. Like I imagine the older Siri is like this this smoking actress that's just kind of bitter at everything. And like, I liked her. She was my friend. And she had attitude. Is, she did. She, she did have a little a bit fact. of attitude. Yeah. The new one supposedly sounds yeah. more realistic. Like that was yeah. the goal. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I, I heard it the first time when I was using it in the airport the other day and I was like, oh yeah, I don't like this. I'm just not yeah. a fan. <laughs> yeah. Siri, what's a my name? is in a voice. A lot of, a lot is in a voice, as you girls yep. know, and all of you yep. have very good voices. <laughs> people people can either like or dislike you based on your voice, so they better get Siri. This is very true. More pleasant. Hold on, I'm, I'm contacting her now. Siri, how are you today? Very well, thank. You. Hmm. Uh, Sounds like a yeah, robot see? to me. Yes. Siri, <laughs> are you a robot? I only share that information on a need-to-know basis. She sounds like a <laughs> robot. I'm not talking to her anymore. Yeah, okay. Uh, I'll, I'll maybe ex- <laughs> Oh, oh like gosh. Her. Well, yeah, so we'll see kind of what how this shakes out for, for Apple in the future. And we'll, of course, be talking about the HomePod when it does eventually come out. Because I'm sure Christina, despite her reluctance, will get one. I mean, I don't know, guys. Maybe it de- it depends, right? Because it's been delayed, and and I guess we'll have to see it. But three hundred fifty dollars—that's a lot of money to spend on the smart speaker, Christina. I'm trying to think of the last thing that you spent an absurd amount of money on, and I can't remember it. But I know that very <laughs> recently, oh, oh, headphones. Oh, oh no, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, the rose gold excuse headphones. Me. Absolutely. No, no, yeah. I'll tell you guys because yeah. I made this mistake, and, and now I I'm paying for it. Remember how I like 
wanted to buy a 3ds XL like the, oh, yeah, the new one because I could yeah. okay so I bought it and then the next day like literally the day after it arrived or the day that it arrived they announced the the special retro Super Nintendo version that was coming out at the end of November so I placed an order for Amazon for that one because I wanted that one and I was like oh I'll go and I'll return the other one to GameSpot guess who never returned it to GameSpot and now the 30 days is over you yeah, so guess who has like an unopened, unused 3DS XL? Just sell so it sell online. It. Yeah, that's sell what I'm going to do. I'm going to sell it. You're right. I will, but I'll end up taking sell a loss on it. But you know what's really annoys me? Not only did I not return it, but I've been without the 3DS XL, which I wanted for a month. I could have been playing the games that I wanted to you play. You got so, nothing. I mean, oh that's, that's less of a spending of problem and more of a just being busy and forgetting things problem. Yeah, it's also a spending problem, though, Simone, because if I were better about those things, I would have been like, oh, yeah, let me please return this $200 toy. Also, keep in mind, I have a I have a Nintendo Switch like I didn't even anyway. So, yeah, I I would say that the 3DS XL would be the last thing that I spent money on that. Fair enough. Ridiculous. Yeah. Well, why don't we go into what we're doing this week and you tell us what you're buying this week? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I do, oh, you know what? I did actually finally get in. Um, they're really good. Uh, I ordered these these headphones from Mastrop um, in July, like these uh, Sennheiser like HD six XX headphones. Um, they're really huge, but they sound really good. They're open back, so you don't want to wear them like in a public place or whatever because they'll they'll be loud um, for other people. But they were two hundred dollars, but they're like the equivalent of a really good. Uh, or maybe three hundred dollars. I don't remember how much they were. I think they were two hundred. Um, but they're the equivalent of like even more more expensive than that. Um, headphones. They're really good, and I really like them. So if those go back on Mass Drop Special, uh, which I think they will, I recommend people who like um, audio audiophiles or audiophile wannabes like me. They're good. So all right, all right. I all right. want the Apple wireless earbuds. Because the AirPods, I, yes. Air, I, you should Christmas is Christmas. I was going to say, Mom, don't buy them because I oh. want to get them for you and Dad. Oh, okay. so. Well, then I'm telling you, this will be so exciting because I have oh. never liked the ones with the wires. Uh, Christina will tell you, I hate she hates wires, wires. Per- period. If I there's a wire, I agree. don't want to see it. And But these will be so nice that I can just put these in and I can go work out in the yard and I can plant flowers or dig weeds and I can listen to a book. Yep. Yes. Do you listen yes. to a lot of audiobooks too? I love audiobooks. I do too. I have like close to a thousand books on my Audible account, which I've had since 1997. So I, yeah, I love I, them. I love oh. Audible and I love um, Overdrive because yep. you have a whole library at your fingertips that you can get so i'm never out of a book we're gonna have to swap like favorite books after the show so okay we will we will i have a lot of favorites oh mary why don't you tell us what you're doing this week well, I am not having Thanksgiving here. No. Oh. Yay. Yay. Yeah. Okay. We, no, that's a good thing because you don't have to cook. We we had, um, I'll be cooking some. But that's not the deal. The deal is having the cast of many. And Christine <laughs> will tell you, for over 20 years, it was always here. So we are going to my brother's and I'm making the very famous mashed potato casserole. So yeah, it's very famous. And I will make the... Um, the homemade chocolate sauce to go for the, you know, for the mud pie. 
Oh yeah, the and mud pie. The, the, those two things like a huge are the best hit. things. Yeah, yeah. Those, that's what everyone wants is the mud pie I and the mashed potato pie. casserole. So, um, all I have to do is just kind of do a couple of things and go down for the day on Thursday to my brother who has a place on Lake Sinclair. And then we're going to be decorating for Christmas. So that's what I'm doing this week. Oh, my God. I'm so excited to decorate for Christmas. I'm going to buy lights. I'm going to buy a tree. I'm unbelievably excited. None of that's happening this week. Um, I'm actually after – I'll do me before I do Brie. I'm going (laughs) to uh, play some games very quickly after this podcast is over because I have to vote on Game of the Year stuff by midnight. Danganronpa. Oh god. <laughs> this, this this is actually okay cuz this is just for Polygon's game of the year. Um so I'm just kind of I'm I'm going with what I have so far and I will have to do my own sort of Simone's top whatever game of the year by the end of the year so I'll have a little more time to play more stuff before I do that official list. Uh for this one it doesn't matter so much cuz my vote won't be like the final vote it goes to a a different group of people after this first round. Thank goodness. Um, so I, I'm going to be playing games frantically and fearfully until midnight, at which point I will pass out uh, <laughs> forever. <laughs> did, did Assassin's Creed Origins make your list? Is it good? Uh, it did make my list. It is not in my top five, surprisingly, oh, so far. Wow. So far. Yeah, uh, which means it probably won't make my top five, period. And it's good. <laughs> like, I'm liking it. Um it's just it did not, I guess, grab me as as immediately as and emotionally as some of the other games that I've played. Like, for example, I was playing Emily as a way Two, which is amazing. Like it, it's based in a, a, tech, a chat client like AIM. And it immediately grabbed that part of me that remembers Wait, what's being the name a, of this? Emily is a way Two. it's the sequel to Emily is a way it's Emily is a way oh. T.O.O. Um, and Emily is always the same premise, um, different sort of plot, but it immediately grabbed that part of me that remembers being a teenager and talking to my friends or my classmates online and like that, that need to say the right thing, whether that is just to make yourself look good or to make them feel good about themselves and the anxiety that comes with like searching for the right thing to say it's just it's so good it's so good so right now honestly that's kind of the top of my list um but oh i go to play that because i played emily as a way and free. i really loved that oh, emily's wow. emily as a way is free emily as a way two is i think five dollars on steam heartily recommend oh. it and i will have more recommendations coming through december because again that's what i'm doing with the rest of my life ah brianna what are you up to this week well i'm picking that up so Y'all, Please y'all have do. got to let me talk about my Porsche. You've got to let me talk <laughs> yes, about it. Walk away. It is so, okay. So you know how there's that scene in the movie where the bad guy will have unlimited power and they will start like cackling uncontrollably? I've never actually done that in real life until I got my Porsche where it has so much power that the tires can't keep up with the engine and I have like... <laughs> $400 tires on there, like 20-inch performance tires for Porsche, just because mm. it's under 45 degrees in Boston. So I have to get, like, new tires for the winter <laughs> weather here. It is awesome. I cannot even explain to y'all how sexy this car is and how, Aww. like, it is 
it is like, like I was driving it the other day and like you're going 45. I was going 45 through a parking lot. And I'm like, what happens if I just turn the wheel as hard as I can right now? <laughs> and I did just as hard as I could. I shot around this corner going 45 oh miles an hour. It is, oh it is amazing. <laughs> it is an amazing car. That's terrifying and wonderful. It is awesome, Simone. Take it, it down to the track. It makes me so happy. I have a frunk, y'all. I have Grant a is gonna be so uh, Grant is gonna be so jealous. He loves Porsches. That's his oh, favorite really? car in the okay. world. Yeah, he's he's had um, them in the past, but the, that's like his favorite brand. Like he Which loves one? Porsches more Which than anything. Which ones have? He had a seventies something model. I don't remember now. Nine eleven, I bet. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. It, it was white. He's had some other ones. I mean, like just you know, kind of owned on and off uh, that he would like buy and kind of flip and whatnot when when he was younger. But yeah, he he loves Porsches. Oh my god! Well. This is this is a great car. It's making me very happy. In addition to that, uh, I'm also playing a lot of Starfront Battlefront, Star Wars Battlefront Two. I know it got a lot of blowback, uh, but the game itself is freaking amazing. Especially Are you doing the, the single Starfighter player? assault. Uh, no, I'm doing the Starfighter oh, cool. Starfighter assault mode, which is the closest thing to an X-wing uh, modern sequel that we've had. It's really, really good. Like you, you are in an X-wing, and the enemies are in Tie Fighters, and you're fighting each other. It's amazing. That sounds really fun. I wish I had time to play it, uh, but I probably won't. <laughs> Bree, where can we find you online? find me on space cat gal if you want to support my uh, congressional campaign you can go to support brianna.com y'all we shot our first segment of attack ads this week <gasps> oh my gosh so yes i can't screw wait. that guy i cannot wait oh my god it's so great so christina where can we find you online so uh, you can find me at film underscore girl on the Twitters, the Snapchats, the Instagrams, and you can find my videos, channel9.msdn.com. Um, I'm not really doing any videos this week, although, because uh, last week uh, I, I hosted um, a, a, a kind of a, a breakout thing in, in the middle of the, the the conference we were doing while people were eating kind of on, on the live stream. Uh, I don't think that video exists anywhere. Maybe it does. <laughs> um but, uh, you know, this week, uh, there's not a ton going on at work. I'm finishing up some videos, but uh, I don't think anything will be published this week, but I'll let you guys know. But you can find me online as always. And then uh, I didn't, I, I shared that I bought things. What I'll be doing this week, incidentally, is finishing up some work. I sadly will not be with, with the family and, and uh, eating my mom's mud pie or her uh, mashed potato casserole. Um, I'll be eating something somewhere in Seattle. And uh, playing video, I'll probably be playing video games too, either on my Switch or I kind of want to get The Sims 4 for Xbox. Yo, I have heard that it is fun. I have too, and that's why I'm kind of like down with it. I love The Sims. The Sims is always good for at least three three days of intense, intense playing and then never touching it it again for two years. Yeah, I mean, I really love The Sims and I would kind of like to... I don't know. Yeah, I, go for I, it. I could see myself getting sucked into it. So I don't know. But yeah, <laughs> do it. And, um, and, and unfortunately, my mom is, is not on Twitter. Um, so, uh, so you can't follow her. Although maybe, I don't know, maybe, maybe we should get mom a blog or a podcast. What do you guys think? Get that URL back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cmom.com. 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 I'm sure. I'm sure there would be a lot of interest. C.mom. <laughs> <gasps> yeah, oh I, I that because I'm sure that would cost a lot. Oh, I'm but, sure it does. Yeah, I would, but I don't care. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I I I should totally buy it. Yeah. All right. Hey, this is the 150th episode of Rocket. <laughs> oh my, oh my god. god. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh my god. 
this is what this is <laughs> special. This has been this is uh this has been one of the most fun things I've done in my career. I love this show. Yeah, if you've been uh, listening too. to this since the beginning, thank you so much. You've been with us through a lot. Yeah, I mean, seriously, you guys, it's been almost three years since we did this. This is oh amazing. My gosh. I'm yep. I'm and I love that like this was the episode that we had my mom on that wasn't even planned. Uh, yep. Oh, I'll tell you what. I love listening to you girls, and oh. I can see why you have such a following, because you're just easy on the ears, you're fun, people can listen to you and go about whatever they're doing and be entertained and learn a lot. I just think um, it's really neat, and I'm not prejudiced one bit. <laughs> <laughs> Thank Objective you so much. Rocket review. Please leave a, a, a four-star review on iTunes five. Yes. for the show. Absol- yeah. not five? Absolutely. Five star. I, I five can star. do that. Five star. <laughs> five star. Everyone should five go star. ahead and leave that five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And, of course, tell your friends and your parents to listen to our show, because then hopefully they'll enjoy it, too. Uh yeah, wow. 150 episodes. This Hell episode yeah. of Rocket is that terminated. Is something else. It is. Terminated. Terminated. Do you want to join in, Mary? Say terminated. terminated. Yeah. Yes. <laughs>